0: Welcome to Gone Trad. My name is Jimmy. I'm here to walk you through my journey through traditional archery and barebow coming from the compound world. Along the way, we will talk about things that I have learned, struggles, and observations, among other things. Um, I do ask that you bear with me while I learn how to talk into a microphone instead of someone directly. Uh, It has been a bit of a struggle. At times, I do sound a little bit awkward. Um, I'm really just hoping to inspire people maybe to switch um, to traditional archery um, or, you know, maybe help people along the way. There are a lot of great podcasts out there that everybody should be listening to. And I'm just trying to contribute any way that I can into this sport of traditional archery and bare bow. So, the first episode, here we go for this first episode, I thought I'd just kind of give you a little bit of background about myself, um, how I got into archery and how I got into traditional archery at that. Um, if I take it back, um I've been shooting archery longer than I can remember. I specifically remember um, when I was seven or eight years old, um, getting my first real compound bow. Before that, you know, they were all the small toys, um, you know, little fiberglass bows, maybe 36 inches long. Um, For Christmas, my dad had bought me, um, it was an XI, um, youth bow. And right away, um, I immediately took to it. I was wanting to go every weekend shooting, uh, shooting in my backyard as much as I could. And, you know, eventually even competing um, to some level. But even further back than that, um, one of my first memories was watching my dad and my uncle in my backyard, you know, shooting their bows. They had a hay bale. um, They would shoot at bottle tops. Um, They would put an apple on a string and swing it and they'd shoot it. Of course, that was with compound bows, but, you know, that was in the early 90s. Uh, and I remember wanting to do that, you know, wanting to be part of that. So very early on, my dad would take me. We would go shooting all the time. Um, and I did a little, a little bit of competing. Um, I shot some indoor, not at spots, but at 3D. Um, I did some of the, at the time they were called the dart target system. Uh, with the dart target system, it was like video archery. They would have little competitions locally with that. And uh, as well, you know, going out hunting. Um, it did take me a while to shoot my first deer with a bow. I think I, ble- I believe I shot my first deer with a bow when I was in middle school, um, probably sixth, seventh grade, seventh grade more than likely. Um, and then I competed even before that. Um, a lot of the 3D, the IBO circuit, and the youth divisions. Um, I shot a CSS, um, a PSE, actually ended up killing my first deer with a PSE. It was a doe, um, right at 20 yards. After after that first deer that I shot, which that memory is still very deeply ingrained, um, I went a long time without killing another deer. Um, I didn't do a whole lot of shooting. I, you know, shot off and on. Normally I was one of those guys that shot right before deer season, you know, got my bow sighted in. Um, at that point in time, I was focusing a lot on music, um, being a musician. I went to school for music, but I don't know. I I still always wanted to shoot. I didn't really have the space to shoot. Um, that had a lot to do with it as well. Um, you know, my dad was working. A lot of hours you know when the local ranges were open so I, I didn't really get to as much as I'd like to fast forward um, to I think I was about 23 um, that's when I got married when I got married um, I, at that point in time I really wanted to start shooting again uh, pretty heavily I went out uh, went hunting, still did not shoot anything. I bought a new bow, um, probably when I was 25 and, uh, we had moved. We'd moved to a place that had some property on it. And that is when I broke the, the very, very long dry spell. Um, I actually had a property that, um, held deer on it. Um, we don't have a lot of public land in our area so it was nice to have a plot that would hold deer and I shot the smallest doe that I have ever seen. I had a a shizu beagle mix at the same time that was almost the same size as that deer but you know I was I was ecstatic. Um, I'd, I'd finally broken what was you know basically a 10 year, maybe more than 10 year dry spell around 10 years. Um, So it it definitely, you know, I caught the bug and around that time, I decided I wanted to try traditional archery. When I decided to try traditional archery, it wasn't going to be something where I completely gave up the compound and started shooting traditional Um, but it was something where i wanted to do that as well i wanted to kill a deer with a recurve Um, as long as far back as i can remember you know watching fred bear um, remembering you know the Winslow brothers um, watching them i thought that what they did was awesome i wanted to I i wanted to you know take that challenge so i Got onto, I believe it was Three Rivers website. If not, it was Lancaster. not sure which at the time. Uh, But I bought a 60-inch Samic Red Stag, um, 45 pounds at my draw length, which is 28 inches. And I bought a half dozen um, Gold Tip Traditionals with, I think I had 125 grains up front. Um, shooting 400s, maybe 500s at the time. And I lost them all within no time, uh, to be honest. Um, It was pretty bad. I was, you know, not coming to full anchor. I think I was more worried about how it looked than how it actually performed. I wasn't hitting a target at 5 to 10 yards, and this was over, you know, three or four weeks of trying to shoot. I wanted to shoot instinctively, I didn't want to aim, I wanted to do it, you know, like Fred Bear. I, you know, was snap shooting, and not in any sort of good way. I was bringing it back, getting close to my face, and just letting it go. Um, I tried the whole staring a hole through the target. Didn't work, because my form was awful. It was absolutely terrible. So, around that time... I'd lost all my arrows and it was getting close to hunting season. So I, I just thought, you know, I might as well give this up for now just give it up, you know, let's, let's get some more deer. So I, you know, got, went back to my compound that season, uh, which just so happened to also be the same, uh, not too long after my son was born, um, about a year after he was born, uh, opening day. I'd shot an eight point mid season, uh, I'd shot a, a, doe. And then when one day I was having a rough day and I decided to go hunting, I had three tags, um, and ended up shooting a very, very old 10 point. Um, that, that kind of continued over the next six years or so, five, six years where I was having continued success, continued success. I was shooting deer, um, actually that eight point that I had shot, I had shot it at 55 yards. Um, I had shot a deer at 60 yards, 30 yards. I had missed one at 15 yards, believe it or not. Um, But most of my shots, they were long distance, um, and I I wasn't getting much of a thrill. Flashback to hunting season of 2021. I, I had hunted hard, um, for an eight point that I had on camera and never did see him. Never, never did see him, uh, in daylight. And then one day I was getting ready to leave and I was about to be done with the season. I had shot a doe earlier in the, in the hunting season, um, but I was getting ready to leave and i decided just kind of on a whim you know let's hit this uh bleak can and in came pouncing, you know the biggest eight point that i had seen deer in my area not super big um and i shot him it was probably about 25 yards 20 yards and you know of course i found him I, i was super excited but i just remember when i shot that deer even though i'm still you know super excited that i got that deer it didn't feel the same as i had on other deers i didn't i didn't get the same set of shakes um i wasn't worried about where i was going to hit the deer it was it was more mechanical um than it actually was you know me in the moment and at that point in time you know i was kind of kind of thinking about, you know, what's my next move? Of course, I didn't automatically go to traditional archery. And uh, after that year, um, I all the time I watched the online, um, you know, any online stream of competitive archery, no matter the division, youth, compound, uh, recurve, barebow. And that was 2022. I was watching the Lancaster classic, the barebow. And that got me super excited. Um, I told my wife, I said, you know, I think I think that's something I'd like to do. And, you know, she was like, well, it didn't work out for you too much last time when you tried to shoot a recurve. And I was like, well, I think this this time's different. Because I was really watching them and how they were string walking um, and how they were actually aiming. And, you know, the commentators were, you know, talking about the style itself. And I really thought that that was, you know, something that I could do. It wasn't something that I wanted to do to hunt with. It was, you know, something to get out of the house and kind of compete with, you know, maybe do some 3D, some spots. So about a week later, I found a used GLO G2 um, on the internet. I bought some cheap WNS limbs and uh, started shooting bow. My first ever go of it um after you know shooting at five ten yards in my basement was on March thirteenth um which was probably um about a week that I really got everything strung up and you know kind of worked on form uh march thirteenth twenty twenty two and uh went i shot um a six hundred round and I think I shot a May I think it was a three seventy four, um to kind of judge everything off of, which you know isn't a great score, but to me at that time that was you know an amazing score, um and and since then I've I've really worked hard on it. I mean I've definitely had a lot of struggles. Um I've had a lot of personal success. I haven't really competed competed yet, except for one you know state tournament where I was the only bare bow, and then like a local league I went and shot a three D league day. Um, But after, you know, a few months of shooting, bringing my score up, you know, hitting the 500 mark, which uh, my highest still is 521. Um, I do want to keep pushing that score after actually, yeah, after about a year, I'm at 521. Um, But after I kind of got up there in that summer, I decided, you know, I love this. I was watching some of the push videos, and they were talking about, you know, the fixed crawl, um, or crawling for hunting, um, and really started looking into it. At that point in time, I sold my um, brand new PSE, uh, compound bow, it was a $1,000 bow, I sold it for what I could get out of it, which... Oddly enough, um, you know, I, I didn't want to wait, so I ended up taking, like, $500 for everything I had on that total of, like, a $2,000 setup, and, uh, I bought a DOS, um, DOLA 17 and some of their, you know, cheaper DOS limbs, and started working on, you know, a fixed crawl and shooting that shorter 60-inch axle-to-axle bow. That season, um this last season. Um, I did have six, some success, which I, you know, would like to talk about a little bit later. Um, but it was, it was a, uh, struggle to get there. Um, I put countless hours in my basement, um, working anytime I can go to a range. Um, I go to a range. Um, it's not easy. It's definitely not easy, and, you know, I'm really starting this podcast to, you know, kind of show other shooters of compound that it can be done, um, or even, you know, beginners, it can be done. You can be successful with traditional archery, you know, even if you're not able to shoot the way that you see people shoot on TV or on videos. Um, I've I, I consider myself a success story. Even though, like I said, you know, I've not won anything big. I've not shot any giant deer. Um, But I'm I'm able to hold a group. I'm able to shoot an arrow um, out to 30 yards and, you know, pretty much know what I'm going to hit. So, yeah, that's just a little bit of a backstory with this podcast. I would like to get into, you know, some of the things I found out with form. Maybe talk about what's going on in the archery community. Um, And also possibly open up um, this podcast to questions. You know, maybe I will ask some questions if I'm having an issue and get some answers and go over those answers I got um, during the podcast. Um, I'm not an expert. Um, You know, I'm not here to coach anybody or anything like that. This is more so just my personal journey, what what I've seen. Some of these episodes, they might be long. Some of them might be short. Um, But anything that I can pass on to make it easier. And if anybody has any questions about, um, you know, how to get better um, about my journey, so that maybe they can kind of start down the same path, I am more than happy to answer those sorts of questions. Um, I have learned a lot in this very short period of time. Um, and hopefully I don't stop learning and hopefully I've become more and more successful, um, in this journey. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's about it right now. Definitely nervous talking to a microphone right now, instead of, you know, talking to somebody directly. Um, Kind kind of an odd experience. I've definitely put off doing this podcast for a long time because I don't, to be honest, I'm not sure if there's really a, a market for it. Um, you know, I'm not a coach. I'm not an expert. I'm learning just the same as everybody else is. But I, I think it's, it's going to, you know, it takes individuals like myself um, to kind of put themselves out there so that people can model themselves after it. Um, a lot of beginners out there. I, I mean, I still consider myself a beginner after, you know, my year of doing this. Um, and I don't know if I'll ever feel like I'm not a beginner. I'm always learning. So, I said, if you guys have any questions, reach out to me. Um, if you have any ideas for episodes as well, reach out to me. Uh, my email address is Halpenny at iCloud.com. That is J I M M Y H A L P E N N Y at iCloud.com. That's J I M M Y H A L P E N N Y at iCloud.com. So I hope you enjoyed, you know, learning a little bit about me and my uh, traditional archery background and my archer background in general, and hopefully, you know, upcoming episodes give you a little bit more, um, meat and potatoes than this episode did, um, I would definitely like to dive a little bit deeper, um, you know, I don't have a specific length I want these episodes to be, um, but I want to get as much information over to you as possible, um, and as short of a time as I can. I mean, me personally, I like listening to the longer podcasts because it definitely wastes some time for me when I'm sitting around at night. But, you know, I know not everybody's into that. So, you know, having a shorter podcast might not be bad. Now, that's not to say I'm not going to have a two-hour episode one day. But, you know, right now, they'll probably all be a little bit shorter. But, I, you know, if you made it through all of this, I thank you for uh, staying here with me. And uh, definitely keep listening. You know, I don't don't know if Spotify or iCloud, iTunes, whatever it may be, um, has a subscribes feature. But if so, um, definitely subscribe so you can uh, hear more from me. And like I said, any any sort of feedback you have, I right, hit me up. Jimmy out.